Hello, scholars and savages. Welcome to the Savages and Scholars' very special episode, King Henry VIII, The Calves of God. Today's special guests are Joe and Tristan, boy historian. Enjoy. We have two guests here. Uh, would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Sure. I'm Joe. I'm Tristan. Then the rest of the crew. Hey, it's Janet. Hey, it's Anthony. All right, guys. So, and who are you? Oh, and who am I? Yeah. You want to know who I am? I am your host, host Miguel Dominguez. Oh, Miguel, excellent. That's true. The host, host. Cool. Everyone, everybody's a host. Whenever you come to this podcast, now you're part of a host. But I'm the host, host. Just letting you know. This cat is just tickling the undersides of my legs perfectly right now. <laughs> it's kind of like a million little massages Aww. underneath my legs. He, he kind of knows what he's doing. He, he, where he just kind of like brushes on you or just like it barely touches you. How did you train him to do that? I didn't. You know, he actually, we have two cats and both of them represent what a cat is together. So like <coughs> Yori has like this thing. Where she hates you, and you know she just watches people from afar. Like every so often, you will never see Yori, but she will be seeing you, right? So you're gonna be seen by her. You will never see her because she hides like Batman. But mm-hmm. Bagel, on the other hand, is like the lovey-dovey part of the cats. I had these Where's two Yori? cats one time. She's you can hear someone, one of the cats. I had these two cats one time named Deuce and Jerk. <laughs> and Jerk, you never saw him. Never saw him. He was never around. He was just such a jerk. Oh. You know, never talked to us, never hung out. And uh, I didn't know. I, I thought he had ran away. And like maybe three weeks later, he showed back up in the kitchen. <laughs> he was inside the house the whole time? Yeah, he was a straight black cat. All black. And he, I, I guess I was his best friend, but you know. <laughs> We just saw each he other about every three weeks. Seat, you know? <laughs> yeah, so then after that, I didn't really worry about him anymore. Just realized it was... He's always there. Yeah, he's always there. Maybe watching, right? Yeah, he's always there. I feel Yori watching. <laughs> she can't see me, but I know that. Anyways, Tristan, tell me about your life. I'm 11. All right, and you like history? Yeah. What, like, how did you come across this? I mean, normal kids tend to hate this type of thing. Yeah, well, when I was in Costa Rica, my um, cousin Miguel, um, he, he took me to a museum they had there about early American colonization. And that's when I liked it. And I went home, and we had a chess piece that had um, Spanish colonizers and then Indians. And I and I took them out and I didn't play chess with them, but I played um, but I played with them. <laughs> oh, so you were actually reenacting whatever. Yeah. You know, Would you, did you prefer to be a conquistador or one of the Indians? You know, it was usually conquistador. Nice. Well, they they were pretty good. <laughs> that was. <laughs> so this Miguel guy is it the Miguel that's here or is it a different Miguel? It, it's not. I, I no, it's not the Miguel that's here. How I many? I didn't know if you guys were cousins. 
That's crazy. Uh, there's <laughs> another Miguel. It's like one of the most popular names in the world, but I barely meet them. Really? Yeah. I, I think I... I mean, there is a Miguel every so often, and it, but I usually see a lot more, you know, like Karens and like... And Karens? Like, yeah, yeah, like a, the name Karen just happens to be a very common one. I've never met a Karen. You know? I, I don't think I've ever met a Karen. Me neither. I've never met what either, right? Okay, okay, okay. What about a Jessica? Yes. I have met a Jessica. All right. There's Jessica is one there. of those names that is like very, very common. Right. Not, nothing against it, right? This actually means that the name is very useful or popular. But, uh... I've heard Joe is pretty regular, too. Yes. Yeah, Joe it is. is it's one of those, like... Is, this, is your name short for Joseph? It is. Yeah. That's right. There you go. I know yeah. a lot of Josephs. It's one of those normal names, because people, people go, like, you know, regular Smoke Joe, you know? Just I've... a regular Joe. Notice, though, that it's kind of interesting, the biblical names, you know, Joseph, Peter, Paul, Michael, Michael, Andrew. you know, a lot of them have uh, really carried over in almost every language, but only in Spanish has Jesus taken hold. <laughs> no other language has been okay with that yet, it seems like. I don't know, you know, isn't that kind of strange? Or No, why is it that Jesus is cool? But It just sounds better in Spanish. You think? Oh, I mean, are you going to try and say Jesus yes. in like Arabic yeah. or something? It doesn't sound good. I mean, I, I didn't even know that you could say it in any other way than yeah. I, I think that that's also has something to do with it. The fact that it's like so close sounding. Jesus. Jesus and Jesus almost sound the same. Jesus sounds smoother, though. Jesus. That is a pretty smooth one. It, it is a smooth name. It's more fun to say Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. It depends how you say it, right? <laughs> and Jesus Christ. It's the difference between the Catholic and the Protestant pronunciation, I think. <laughs> I do believe in Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. So this this happened in Costa Rica, this uh, back to yeah. the story. <laughs> this happened in, in Costa Rica, right? It did. I, I didn't know that you were related to Hispanic people. Uh... How's that? How? <laughs> how'd you? How'd you? I don't know. Related? How are you related to Hispanic people? Is this the birds and the bees conversation, or what are we talking about here? <laughs> talking about genetics. genetics. No, I, I just want to know, like, uh, from what side of your family? Mom. Your mom? I see. Okay, cool. And maybe his dad too. <laughs> so your mom is Costa Rican? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. I heard that. There's volcanoes there, or at least one. Yeah, there are a couple. There are a couple. That's pretty interesting. How many volcanoes are there? I think maybe seven to twelve. Whoa, that's seven a lot. to twelve. Yeah, that's a big range. But too. not all of them are like still roaring, right? Oh yeah. No. No, there's some. Some throw off steam and scary buddy once in a while, but. I Jesus. <laughs> I, I am impressed that, that we don't have any like really big worship of like things that are big like the sun or volcanoes or rain. Like I, I think that that kind of thing it's big enough where you could just be like, there has to be somebody that that like really likes that as a religion. I bet that if you were like a 15th century monarch, you could have created that religion 
and he would have flown. But I don't know that now. Oh yeah, it happened um, with uh, King Henry the the Eighth. What? How did he create his own religion? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's impo- like he just pulled it that's out. That's called like, a smooth well, transition. That's <laughs> like, that was very smooth. It was too smooth. It almost went under the radar. Very I, I didn't catch it. <laughs> so um, just to alert everybody. Uh, the the way that I met Tristan uh, was we were going back from a successful uh, Dallas Open uh, IBJF training. So actually a, a tournament, right? So me and Joe had competed and Tristan went to support Joe and he filmed. And he filmed. Did, pretty, did a pretty good job. I saw the video. Pretty solid. Um, and on the way back, they gave me a ride and... I heard the craziest Sam Houston story from Tristan with crazy details. And um, maybe we'll have him talk about it sometime. We've got but even crazier details now. Even crazier details? Yeah. Oh, man. No, we're not going to stray away from the path. <laughs> That's, I, I'm, I'm enticed, you know. <laughs> but I We witnessed see- a gunfight. Uh, there was a... An almost gunfight, gun battle in the parking lot of a Dollar General on yeah. the way back from Dallas that really got us talking about good gunfights in Texas. And that's what led to Sam Houston and all of Tristan's historical uh, pieces about that. Yeah. So turns out that Tristan is very big into history. And <laughs> he actually brought notes about King Henry the Eighth. Yes, like, I did to get those specific years. Oh, down. yeah, because we got to make sure. The ears, if you say the ears, it just sounds more professional. Yeah, oh, that is true. We want it to sound professional. Yeah, bring it. <laughs> Ay, Dios Obviously, mio. this is a professional podcast. <laughs> Ay, Jesus. Ay, Jesus. <laughs> Ay, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, uh, first of all, whenever we talk about somebody's life, how do people tend to do it? Do Do they bring up, like... Like the coming up years first, you know, like when yeah, does, they, when does they usually go start? from um, they usually go from start to end. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, that um, makes sense, honestly. You know, I mean, it's a good way, yeah. but, but like nobody really catches the details of the kids unless they were like extraordinary whenever they were like young. They, oh, they yeah. really don't catch those years. You know, they, the, those years kind of get like. And they were a kid, and now he's 15, and he's doing this thing, right? That's how things happen, at least in my opinion. Usually you're not really a human well, in, in history until you're like 15. We'll, we'll start the main part of his story when he was 10, because that's when, uh, well, actually, his story began a ton of years before he was even born, but when he was 10 is when things started to change. Wait, how does his story begin? Yeah, how does it his begin? story begins with um, his descendants, which I believe King Henry the Sixth started waged war against France and beat them against great odds. And um, then came the House of Tudor, which his father needed, which his father was really focused on. Um, keeping and Who's starting in the House of Tudors. King- the House of Tudors are kings of England. And Henry was a young Tudor monarch, so he he really had to fight for his position. So hold on, 
his grandpa became the first Tudor king when he beat the French. I'm not certain. Okay, and then King Henry's dad was a Tudor king. Yeah. And then King Henry was a Tudor king. Mm-hmm. So he was like maybe the third Tudor. No, yeah, but I'm not very experienced with the years before him, but I am very experienced with the years after him. I see. Okay. Uh, so do you know anything about the first seven? <laughs> king Henry's like... The first one it had to have been so good, right? They were, he was like, I was so great, I'm going to make another one, right? Yeah, they actually are, the name Henry for British kings is like super old. It's like the name James for Scottish kings. What? That is a, that, that's, that's a That's old. I didn't know that that was one of the patterns. Yeah, um, they have a lot of patterns there in England with so many kings and stuff. So, so do you already, so whenever you have... If you're born to the royal family and you're male, they already picked out your name because you're going to be Kate, right? So your name is picked before you're born, or as the baby's born, this is going to be King Henry because he was the first male, or however you pick it. Well, usually, they might even it they might even change their name as they take the throne I and see. call themselves oh, a different title. Damn. That is crazy. But. You- Usually, Did you know anybody that's whose name was changed, like if one of the guys was named Bartholomew, so. <laughs> he said, "Nope, <laughs> I'm James now, <laughs> King James." Please call me James. Well, um, yeah, but usually, the uh, the father names them after, uh, after the father's name, but in some cases, actually, in a lot of cases. Maybe half and half. The father chooses a different name, but is maybe the father's father's name or the child's grandfather's name. I see. Or something of the such. So they keep the line going. So that's how you get King Henry VIII. Yeah. Because there's not enough time for there to be eight Henrys from the time that the name Henry took hold as as the first king. So there was interruptions. So how old was... Henry VIII, when he became king? He was 17 years old. So when he was 10 years old and everything started changing, what was his name? Let me see, always well, Henry. Yeah, let's break in the notes, then. He was always Henry, yeah. And then you hear the rustle. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Henry was born on June 28, 1941. 1941. Oh, wow. 1941. I was like, was he Hitler? This guy's sounding wild, for sure. So, after he got his time machine, went back to 1491, (laughs) he was born the year before Christopher Columbus found the new world. Wow, so that gives you a little bit of time when he was hanging around. Yeah, I know. The colonials were around. Was the earth already round? Oh, yeah, the earth was round for a pretty decent amount of time. I mean, ever since its creation, really. That's funny. Galileo had a problem with the Catholics, too. We're just bringing up a load of dudes that had a problem with the Catholics. I mean, a lot of people. Yeah. I think the Catholics had a problem with a lot of people. I mean, whenever you're part of the select few, you have to be mad at everybody else. 
I think that some of them were mad at the Catholics for like, I don't know, Galileo was like, no, really, the earth is round, it's spinning, trust me on this one. And Henry was like, trust me, this chick is not my type, I need to divorce her, please, <laughs> we need to get done with this. All right, so as we know, what's really interesting is that he was a third child born to... King Henry the seventh. Which which son though? How many? He was the second son. Oh really? Why wow. didn't they skip the first son? Yeah, why didn't he become King? Well, Henry? we're getting into that. Oh cool. Oh yeah. damn! I'm sorry. There's, there's more pepper in this. Please yeah. pepper on. So as we know, his dynasty was young, and um, other you know there was other houses always trying to threaten and trying to take the position as king. So of course. He needed, essentially, had and was forced to have a male heir and to show off England and what in his power and what he could do to be able to just keep his dynasty alive. Oh, yeah. So he had to be like, guys, I ain't going nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Ain't, ain't shit happening here. This, this, this is going to be 10 Henrys. Henrys. Another one. Yeah, because it's a pattern, just like just like George, you know. So right. what? So then Henry, he was like this gallant. What was he as a little kid, and why did they pick no. him? Or as a little kid, was he strong? And he sh- as he was young, he was very, very well built and very healthy and strong. Uh, was he? No, was that in times where like being strong is fat? No. <laughs> Like, I like that. You know, I don't know when that was actually. I, I can tell you that that's still happening in Dominican Republic. People say that, you know, as like a good, like, hey, you're nice and healthy. They'd be like, oh, you're young and fat. Yeah. Like, All like, right, cool. Yeah. That's not healthy. That's a fat kid right there. <laughs> mm. No, but they see that as a sign of prosperity. Mm. <laughs> it's like a king who's fat and healthy. What did they say about him? Was this okay, guy fat so or what did they say? We're taking a quote right here. A quote directly from a video I watched during my research, but since it's a quote, Wait. no problems here. Right, it's a quote of a quote? Well, technically. <laughs> so, um, graceful little boy, his bearing so gallant, his skin so fair, his smile so frank. Is that a, that's a doctor that said that? Uh, it might have been a doctor. That sounds like a weird doctor. Yeah. That sounds like Trump's doctor. Right? <laughs> He's the healthiest man in the world. He's so healthy. For I can't believe he's almost 80. He looks like he's 17. Strong. His smile is so, so frank. His smile is gorgeous. So what I'm imagining beautiful. here that they're saying that they're describing him as a charismatic person. And very strong because his bearing so gallant and his skin so fair. That means he was probably really white, which mm-hmm. is pretty good symbol. For a king. Because people <laughs> that was yeah. pretty good for a long time. <laughs> yeah, because it was cool for a while. <laughs> it's still good. For such a long time. Certain counties in Alabama, it's the only way to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so you know, being really white has been a popular thing for a long time. It actually started with <clears throat> 
tuberculosis and other sicknesses. <laughs> tuberculosis made it popular? Let me get to it. Okay. So many people were dying from sicknesses and stuff like that, like tuberculosis, and you became really pale before you died from it. And it got in fashion. Oh, damn. <laughs> because everybody, when everybody's doing it, you have to do it too. Oh, yeah. That's right. You're right about Even that. if you're not dying, you need to look like death. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. That's so what cool. Everyone's doing. It, <laughs> what everyone's doing nowadays. Just... Yeah, so that's how it got popular. And that's what they were saying about him and his bearings. So that, that man is probably really strong and really good looking. Henry, at the age of 10. Well, the the his... Henry the Seventh, at when Henry was ten in fifteen o two, his father spreaded tuberculosis to his kids on purpose. <laughs> well, probably not. <laughs> well, including his heir, Ooh. Prince Which one Arthur, you makes it? the firstborn, first son. Oh, oh. what? So no he, way. he gave his own his firstborn son tuberculosis and yes. killed him. Is this how the King Arthur story starts? No, no. no this okay. is way... Oh, no. I no, because he's like, this guy yeah. didn't make it. He died. Oh. King okay. Arthur was like way, way before. Yeah. They like Damn were it. telling King Arthur stories by this time already. At this point, King Arthur was a famous person. He was already yeah, a, legend. a legend. Oh, that's We don't crazy. even know if he was real still, but... Um, I mean, I like to think that he is. I like to think that he is, it's too. It's good to think. He wasn't no tutor, I'll guarantee you that much. <laughs> we know about him. Yeah. But we know that his brother always had the best tutors because he was next in line for the throne. So he had the best education. He was taught about how to be a king and all that essential things. You know, that essential stuff you need to be a king. And Henry didn't get that. Mm. He was told, you can go do whatever. You're going to have be um, a fun prince. The public eye is not going to really be on you. It's okay. Just live your life. Yeah. Be like, you. Kind of like how Prince Harry is doing it right now. Yeah. That's cool. Exactly. I like it. Yeah, he just gets to be... You're like, hey, you just won the lotto, dude. Just, yeah, just, just chill. chill. But, um, <laughs> just chill. Arthur didn't um, have tuberculosis for a long time. It was quick. Oh, he even. died immediately after oh, that okay, same year. Cool. So, wow. not even an issue. It was going to be an issue, but he was like, no, guys, I got this. He didn't die from the tuberculosis, or he did? He did. Oh, okay, okay. It killed Arthur. him right away. Yeah. So, Henry was now next in line for the throne, and his father didn't really have a whole lot of time, you know, to prepare him for whole throne oh, stuff. But he did his best. So he sent him to cram school. He did his best, and now, <laughs> and now that Henry is seventeen, well, that actually happened a lot with King Elizabeth, with Queen Elizabeth, and such. They sent her with other monarchs. She learned French and such, and she did a whole ton of stuff in other countries. You're talking about his daughter? No, Queen Elizabeth. Very good, but um, Queen Elizabeth the second. Oh, okay. See, you need to know. There's too many Elizabeths. Should, Isn't that the current one? There's yes. Many Elizabeths. Yeah. Oh, they're talking about the current one right now. Yeah. Oh. Queen Mother. Right. Yeah, yeah. Dang. She's still alive, though. Yeah. I think she's going to live forever, actually. That's the secret thing that the royal family's done is they've created a eternally living A, a pure queen. bloodline. 
I'm pure Bud Light. I would be surprised if she died. She's a good combination of cousin genes all put together. <laughs> yeah. The perfect it's, combination. It's like We're gonna get into some cousin genes oh, later. Oh, sweet. <laughs> hit us, hit us with the next thing. But now he's 17, and his father eventually dies of disease. His father lasted seven years of tuberculosis, which is a pretty long time, if you wow. ask me. Holy yes. crap. Wait a minute. I want to ask you about something else, though, before we continue yeah. on. Uh, <clears throat> but we got to get quick, because we're going to last forever. We're only on the first page, and there's backs to this. Oh, oh. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Real quick. King training. Uh <laughs> Do you learn to juggle? Can you tell That's me That's a gesture, dude, not a king. <laughs> uh, you, have, you have to joust. Hey, no. Yes, jousting was a very Look at that. Part. Janet is on the ball today. And also arching <laughs> Ooh, with the yes. longbows. That's how the, Brit- that's how the British beat the French, with the longbow. Because the French knights were better equipped. They came up charging with horses, and the British shot at them from a, long from a ton of distance. And even if they missed it, it was still good because they could just shoot at him again. They had like five minutes to shoot at him. And if it hit him, the, the longbow was really powerful and it, and it could probably penetrate most of the French armor. Ooh, take that. Take that, French. They weren't expecting those longbows. Yeah. No. They, they thought the British were a ton of peasants yeah. that just came over from the island of snow they don't and even rain. have baguette technology yet <laughs> so baguette high. technology they're so behind yeah man you forget it <laughs> alright so so Henry was coronated the 24th of June 1509 now the 24th of June will be a very important date in his life oh. several times he will do Either good things or bad things on the 24th of June. Oh, damn. <laughs> it depends on how That's you it. Okay, continue. Coronation Day. He became the second Tudor king. Take that. So that means, I don't know what it means. It just means that the lineage is going strong. He's part of the dynasty, baby. Yeah, yeah. And he might have, but we, um, but experts think he never got tuberculosis. Too tough that for was, that. That was probably the first... Lucky escape. That was just a rumor, right? That was just like, a, like he's, his skin is so fair. He's just a popular dude. <laughs> yeah. He just looks like he's got tuberculosis. He yeah. never even really had to get it to look I, that I cool. People were, that's how people were like shit-talking he was, him. He was strong, and he was very good in sparring. And he was a very healthy teen. So you're telling me he was like the, he was like a grappler. Sparring, he would get right. down with his buddies and do oh, some wow. grappling and roll around and. Whoa, 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 whoa! It, we don't know the meaning because they used a lot of words differently, and they actually wrote in a different whole type, of different thing. But okay, we know so sparring could mean eating. No, whoa. <laughs> we know it meant some sport, but for five years, he was a very good monarch. Only for five years. Whoa, whoa, whoa we're getting it. Oh, oh, so damn. far, you so far. Now, his first infection, his doctor said, well, people in his court said, the king is indisposed with a fever. Opinions are divided as to what caused the ailment. And what was it? We know it as smallpox today. Oh, oh so he got whacked how with some smallpox. Do you know how we know that? There's a- uh, symptoms that the doctor... Oh, so, the doctor wrote it down. He in had his like diary. twenty doctors. 
Yeah, all the doctors did that. <laughs> like, so yeah, how... because in the medieval times, they actually did a lot. They tested your urine in the morning, and if it was sweet, that that was. You're just gonna walk past this, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Hey, King Henry's piss needs a testing. All right. But, um, if it was sweet, I'm uh, I'm coming in. If it was sweet, they would. It was kind of like saying you're diabetic. And okay. we need to cut out sugar. Oh, I wow. thought. I thought but that kinda... was the earliest form of saying you're fat. Was, <laughs> that, was that part of doctor training? Yes, it was. Actually. Gosh, I never. I, I really am glad that I never decided to become a doctor in fourteen. But of course, nineties. We have come so but far. But of course, of course, they would never be able to tell the king the results of the tests. They were just there. Because if they told the king something the king didn't want to hear, well, it probably wouldn't have gone so good for them. Your piss is tasting great today, King Henry. It's wonderful. Wonderful, sir. Really? I love it. I love it. Can I get get a little bit more? (laughs) Well, he recovered, and he proves to the world that England and he and his dynasty is healthy and strong. The God Chosen. You know, twice to try to strike him, but none. No. Uh, uh, that. And that was in uh, when he was 23, 15, 14. So 23, he recovers from smallpox. That's yeah. cool. Holy shit. I thought that was, like, deadly. It is. It like, was. Like, most of the time. He's avoided tuberculosis and smallpox. No, no, he got smallpox and, and overcame it. But avoided die. the first But avoided tuberculosis. Yeah, His so skin's I... probably still looking but nice and fair. He recovered. And it was the... It was very lucky because it, it, it was definitely mortal. So, like, okay. So, the technology at this point in time... I'm thinking of colonial people, right? There was, I, like, well, you shouldn't think of colonial te- people because this is, like, too early for that. I mean, but it's within that time frame, right? So like, It's too early for anything of the ideas we know as colonial people. All, right. the thing that is, all the things that you have in your mind as colonial people are not to come for another century. Yeah, you know, like, uh, that's kind of crazy because uh, what happened in that century? Yeah. King Henry VIII, that's what happened. Yeah. Ballin', man. (laughs) And now, he's 30. And it's 1521. He's ill. He's ill. Again. Just again. He had a good seven years, though. (laughs) Yeah, you know, like, you know, but you know what? This guy. Grappling and jousting and doing kingly things. I bet you that he didn't even phase him at this point. He's just like, what? What did he get? Why why is my piss so So. yellow? You saying it tasted sweet the same way that it tasted yesterday. (laughs) Right, so, quote, might have took this from a video, but it's a quote, so it doesn't matter. The king caught a fever which grew to two tertians and paroxysms. He is also troubled by pains in the head. What the heck are tertians and paroxysms? How many tertian units was he? Well, back then, the doctors, they had a different view of things. They thought the body had three different tumors in it. And if one of those tumors came out of balance with the other, well, then it was unhealthy. The body became ill. And usually, that naughty, naughty tumor was a blood tumor. Too much blood, always, right? So they usually took blood out of people immediately. 
when they got sick. With the now with the knife. With them? leeches. Oh okay. wow. Uh, we got all about the leech stuff later, but not just yet. Ooh, just we got couple. a ton about the leeches. But wow. um. Ooh, nice. A ton. So right now, this is known today. These symptoms that just listed right here: trouble by pains in the head, um, two tertions and paroxysms. That we know that is malaria. Damn, dude. So yeah. tuberculosis, smallpox, and malaria? Yeah, but Mal- malaria is commonly associated with the tropics nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in England, back then, they had swamps. They had mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. They had everything in line to be a breeding ground for mosquitoes. So it was perfectly fine for malaria to also pop up there. Now, was there like a... like a? He lived in a kingdom, right? So like he probably lived like in the middle, in the giant tower you know it's like moats talking about moats yeah so there's like some kind of moat around them is that what's happening or or does he just live in a swamp well no he lives in london which is a swampy place yeah Yeah. and but he doesn't have a bit a really big moat around his castle not that's a little bit earlier but Mm. he lives his favorite (laughs) castle is hampton court oh he has more than one castle Oh, yeah, of course. of course. Why would you only have one if you're a king? I didn't know that. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that you could move between castles. Oh, he did it all the time. We'll tell you about it right now. All right, continue. Now, the malaria, it beat him. And it settles inside him and becomes chronic malaria. What? So this guy's about to develop the first sickle cell? <laughs> No. <laughs> so Straight up, you know. <laughs> it made him have a lot of paranoia. And he lives in total fear of getting sick. So much that every time that one of the members of his court got sick, he would move palaces, have the last palace completely sanitized, and he would fire the person who got that nasty cough. Okay, so... Uh, Even if it was a prime minister. Or something like that. You got fired for basically coughing yes. around Henry. I because he was scared of it. I could just imagine conversations <laughs> with the king. Even while you're sick. Hello, Mike. <clears throat> How you doing? What was that? What? <laughs> oh, uh, uh. Michael? <laughs> what did I hear on your voice? <laughs> oh, I'm oh, just a... Uh, She's been smoking a lot, sir. <laughs> I didn't know that you smoked. Oh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a new craze. Yeah, I just really got into it. You heard about Jules. Right, so now we're more into his later life. Imagine, we just got through, now all that, the malaria, he was 30, 15, 21. Now we're in his later life, laterish life. Now he's a celebrity in England and the world. Quote, might have taken it from a video, but we don't know. His majesty is the most handsomest potentate I have, I have ever set eyes on. Above the usual height, with an extremely fine calf to his leg, and a round face so very beautiful it would become a pretty woman. Who said that? Yeah, wow. It's just some dude in the closet. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, these guys sound like some really uh, friendly guys. Keep the that are. That I already went through. Sounds like a love letter. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, like, at this point in time, like, how are you even allowed to, you know, be, like, free and, and, and gay at this time? You, you well, can't. You have to, like, write it out in the king's terms. Well, all right. So. If, if this is from a doctor, I'm imagining if you have a doctor that is, I mean, a king that is very sickly and paranoid, what are you going to write about him? Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. yeah. And wait a second. Like, that's what I find funny is, was it custom at that time to comment dudes on their calves? It was, uh, <laughs> it was round face. very, very custom. What? Actually, really? the calves of a man were the symbol of his manhood. Ooh. Everybody, uh, everybody looked at his calves and every guy's looking at their calves now. I would have been so horrible. I've got these dangly little bro, skinny calves. Bro, would I would have never worked for me. King. <laughs> I would have became king. I got some thick ass calves. Strong <laughs> calves. So if you look at all so the So how would they Henry. show them off? How would you know that some well, other dude's calves? Henry would usually um, <laughs> do this. He would make his portraits from the side and look at them like this. <laughs> he would just flex in his calf. Just flex his calf. Okay, Mr. Painter. For the really, really show off my calf on that one. I want the lighting And perfect. they would wear leggings. Ooh. Now, Henry's leggings, to show off his calf, were made from probably the most finest British wool, which was Britain's main export at the time. I don't know if it still is, but they have a lot of good quality wool in Britain. Oh, yeah. So they would wear white. He would wear golden um, goblets and such right here, right below his knee because that was in fashion. Then he would wear, um, at at this time, he would probably be wearing square tip shoes tied with a ribbon. Whoa, yeah. Fancy. That looks pretty slick. Little clonkety shoes. This guy was so... Ballin', that he had square tip shoes with ribbons, and he had what? Goblets? What? The only thing that I could think of is calling this is a knee bracelet, as if <laughs> bracelets around your wrists and your ankles and earrings and all of this stuff wasn't enough. This man had a knee bracelet. I mean, that, yeah. that, the bracelet had to get uh, um, <laughs> it, it it had to get measured. Yeah, yeah, it had. To, he was it had decked to be out. Done. Like these, these are custom made. Now it's 1521. They took a measurement of him. We're um, making this into inches because a lot of people that might listen to this would only understand ink. Oh man, inches. Go ahead. Thank you for that. So he's six foot three. So you put it in the imperial system. 1521. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he's pretty tall. He's yeah, six he's foot three. Very tall. Uh, many men at the time were five, eight. But think about it now. Most men at now are five nine around the world. So yeah, don't I know it? Not that big. Just a lot. All right. So his waist was thirty two inches. Whoa. And his chest was thirty nine inches. That meant he had like this figure, where the chest is bigger than the waist, and he looks really puffed. My and boy had a buffed Coke up. bottle. Look, you know what I mean. Well, here this is. Um... My chest is 43, but other than that, those are my exact same measurements. Really? Yeah. You were born to be king. <laughs> I was King Henry-ish, but I'm not as fond of my calves as he apparently was. He might have had better calves. Oh, he's definitely fond of his calves. He probably had better calves He, he spent a lot of time working them out, actually. Oh, oh, oh man. I don't even have a good I'm, calf routine. He invented leg day? 
Because <laughs> <laughs> the calf was a symbol of England. It was the power. Oh man, yeah. So like, Ooh. I bet so, you they put that. They try to put that as an idea to yeah. put in a coin. Another, <laughs> another quote: "The king towers over every other man of his court." That meant he towered over everybody, made everybody look short. So he competed to make himself, his dynasty, and his nation strong. He competed. He competed in many things. What all quote, did he compete in? Quote. You gotta, you gotta hold your horses here, just like hold you your horses, Joe. All so right. he competed, quote, in archery and wrestling and joust. Henry was a match for the best in his kingdom. None could draw the bow, tame the steed, or shiver a lance more deftly than he. I mean, I just want to know how many yes men are around this guy. <laughs> was like, he really this badass, or was he just like? He was definitely. Like this, so he was really this tough. Like I bet he was because tournament records were because also he usually had a better diet than most of the other people and usually was cared for more, and that gave him a big advantage. So there's tournament records of him winning archery, wrestling, joust, all this stuff. Yeah, just killing it with malaria, with chronic malaria. By the way, (laughs) you better not get it. (laughs) So I can have it, but if you get it. Oh, it's going to be a problem. Is it safe to say that he spent a lot of time practicing this? Yes, he spent every day practicing it. That's, yeah. awesome. that's, like, that's what he did for entertainment. King. Because in entertainment, they would do this type of stuff. They would just work out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's nothing to do. <laughs> there's nothing in my window, so I guess I'll just... Well, he loved to do archery in his spare time with the longbow. He was very skilled at it. All right, I have and, a question. Uh, there's a... There's a sport where they're like hunting a fox or, you know, like those little birds. Oh, yeah. Fox hunting. Pheasants. The pheasants. Yes. So did did he do any of that? Yes, of course he did. He did a lot. Because I always think of like kings and pheasant hunting. Yeah, and they took it back. And they took it back to the castle and they called it game. But, you know, you can't really hunt some stuff in England. I mean, in London. Sorry. Because London is a little bit of a... Unless you want to hunt, like, rats or something. <laughs> but, so he had to really go outside and start hunting, like, boars and stuff. But he had gamekeepers in all his forests because you're on the king's land. You kill one of those animals, that's the king's animal right there. You can't just go around doing that. So he invented, like, the fish and wildlife service? He had gamekeepers in his Well, forest? the gamekeepers were long before Henry. Oh. It was tradition by the time he came around. The lords would have gamekeepers over the forests that are in their land, and if anybody tried to hunt animals on that land, the gamekeeper would promptly arrest them. So many people either ate um, meat very, very cautiously, and and uh, or they just didn't eat meat, and they relied totally on bread and such. Hmm. Ah, so, you know, I always hear that being a vegetarian is good. Well, and not so guys... much, because these breads were pretty bad quality. Oh. Yeah. So, um, Henry had the brilliant way to show off his strength and England's power. But it was super, super dangerous. What's this? Ooh, let me... Jousting. Nice. 
Oh, a jousting tournament. So you know? You called it. Some people might not know what jousting is. You get on a horse, you get those little pointy things called lances, and you run at each other with it. And whoever falls off their horse, well, they lose. So now we're in 1524, Henry's 33. He has a head injury while, um, while, um, jousting. He has a what? A head injury. Oh, so he got a concussion? Yes. Well, we're getting into that. He had a head injury. He forgot to put the visor down while jousting. Oh. And people were yelling at him, put the visor down, put the visor down, and stuff like that. But he thought they were just cheering him on, you know? Right. <laughs> so he, he ran the out king. there with the visor up. And, of course, the guy kind of aimed a little bit up there, you know? Why not? <laughs> So it hit on top of his right eye, and it, and he got migraines from then on, from there on, really. Gosh, you could have probably been killed then. Yeah, yeah. and he was Most very lucky. He oh, could have died, or gotten at least gotten his eye removed. They would be the pirate king, and that, that would be some crazy <laughs> shit. <laughs> this guy is super lucky. Yeah, super lucky. Right? Yeah. Man, it just... I mean, he it's just, like, yeah, lived through a jousting to the eye socket. Yeah, I, I don't even see how that's even possible. I mean, like those things break as they, as they go in, right? As as those, right? I think so, you just gotta shut your eye real hard if you ever get jousted in the eye. Just but, really um, close it tight. But he also loved what he called royal tennis because he wasn't gonna play that commoner tennis. No, no. Which <laughs> what's the difference? There's no difference. <laughs> <laughs> it's just called differently. Yes. Oh man, the royal, royal tennis. That's same, all I play too. Same exact rules. <laughs> I mean, you are as tall as him. Was Henry different after that jousting incident? Oh yeah. Well, he had migraines thereon, mm-hmm. and that's practically what changed him from that. But right now, he loved royal tennis. That was his favorite thing. He built one of the first tennis courts in England at Hampton Court, his favorite palace. He loved Hampton Court. Hmm. It was huge, and it had a royal tennis court. Where's Hampton Court at? In Hampton? I'm ask Google. I don't know. <laughs> mm, it sounds like that. Sounds like a Hampton, like a place in England. Hampton. Yeah, it does sound. You know what? It's, it's Hampton Court sounds like a hotel. Hampton Inn is a hotel. Yeah. Or is it the Hamptons? Why didn't they call it Hampton Court? That would. That's dumb. I'm sorry. Whoever did that, you dropped the ball. Because back then, they would... Oh, I get it. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, um, so he built one of the first ones at Hampton Court. That's pretty impressive because he loved it so much. And it was so gold and nice and luxurious with servants and stuff. And but, poor know- people weren't allowed in. <laughs> yeah, I want to know how good he was at, 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 at like royal tennis. How many people can be do royal tennis, right? Well, the oh, royals can, right? So yeah. like, there has to be like a really good tennis player, like a commoner's tennis player that could beat him, but he can never play with him. Yeah, I mean, and even if he did, it's not even the same sport. Like, yeah, that's not even the same you know, sport. <laughs> it's a totally different sport. The championships and stuff. It's just. <laughs> Sorry, bro. You only bit me at commoners. <laughs> so it's you don't technically even know how to not play royal tennis. Technically not the top pitch stuff. If you only beat them in commoner tennis, that's dirty, 
dirty game. He didn't play it right. He played dirty. Yeah. Although the rules are the same. <laughs> it's the right. way you play it. <laughs> so now he's 35. It's 1527. Oh, he got that's hilarious. He got a ten- royal tennis injury. Excuse my manners there. Um, He got a wrench foot. A wrench foot? Yeah. What What's does that, that mean? Do? It's like when your foot like does this, but like super high up. So what does that mean? It, oh, it it bends up super oh, high. It bends up, up oh. towards your like so it tibia. got torqued. <laughs> yeah, it got. It got yeah. torqued up. Oh, all right. So he had to wear a black velvet slipper for a pretty decent amount of time. Wait, what doctor said? You know what, Henry? <laughs> I see that you broke your foot almost plumb off, but you need a black velvet slipper for this, my friend. So he wore it instead of his normal shoes, and. To to sympathize him and make him like look normal, all of his court and stuff. They also wore black velvet slippers. Oh, that's so sweet of them. Uh, it sounds like how a- many black kissing. velvet slippers were around back then? I mean, I this don't know. they were actually pretty expensive. It boomed, you know. <laughs> it really took off then. He made it. He made it fashionable. I mean, somebody made tuberculosis fashionable. Your dreams, they could become reality. <laughs> right, but yeah. So they did that. That was pretty cool. And that actually affected him for a long time. He walked pretty weird after that. Oh, no, his calves. Did he work out his calves? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, of course he did. No, he still was going to go to the gym. <laughs> what, you think this is going to stop King Henry Eighth? Well, so now it's I like 15. how worried you were about his calves, though. <laughs> Once we realized the gravity of this injury kind of I mean, set in. I mean, an important thing. It How are you supposed to work out your calves in black velvet slippers, man? <laughs> no, but you know what? Actually, I'm guessing the wrench foot actually, you know, petrified his calf in a certain direction, well, right? So he probably of, had well, like a... It looked so good. now so, he's just 36. He's always flexing his calf. Yeah, but it's back then it was 35. Same year, though, 1527, still 1527. Now he's 36. Yeah, you're 36, right? I am. He has what we call varicose ulcer, which is bad circulation. It can cause blood poisoning. And it's his fashionable gar- garments, the knee bracelet that caused it. Oh, so... He's a bad circulation. Really? Yeah. He got varicose veins. Varicose ulcer. Ulcer, okay. Oh, I heard those Oh, man, but my, my boy was still flexing. <laughs> yeah, and the medicines, because Henry had the school of witchcraft and uh, medicine, which is what he called the institution of doctors and medicine that he made. And the school of witchcraft is not really a good college to go for as your country's national medicine degree college <laughs> yeah you don't want your doctor to have a degree from hogwarts <laughs> yeah. 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 well so this is the original hogwarts he was sending his doctors to <laughs> right so but and he also made the medicines and he only made the doctors learn them and his medicines for very close ulcer included a little bit of lead Ooh. which is poisonous which yeah. contributed to his own death Wow. Yikes. So he told him how to make the... Yeah. The med- oh, my God. He even told his <laughs> witchcraft doctors. I think some of his doctors were probably warlocks. <laughs> I mean, they had to have a beard of some sort, right? Yeah. At this point, you're like, if you do not have a beard, how can you be part of the witchcraft? And a pointy hat. 
I'm sorry. Four tumors. I think I said three tumors earlier. The oh, paper so just reminded me. The paper. Good yeah. job that it's there. You know, you brought it in knowing that you would use it. So your body has four tumors, according to these witches yeah, and warlocks. The wind is like and what? that was theories used by Roman doctors. All right. So just in case, oh. is it like earth, fire, wind, water? Kind of like that. Yeah, you were very oh, close. Cool. Also, I, I bet you it was. I'm almost sure it was. Had to have been. All right. It's four. Wait. Before the, we continue on. My boy has been single this entire time. Are you telling me that this man no, with these calves? He's been married <laughs> to Catherine of Aragon. What? And uh, how, when did this happen? You know, like it's happened before. It was happened. It happened the same year he got um, coronated. Oh, oh really? Damn. So he had to be married to her for that long? Yeah, since he was king. Oh, so someone else because, said because. Catherine of Aragon Jeez. was King Arthur's um, arranged wife. Uh, oh, Prince Arthur's. So he ended up having to just take over where his, his brother's, like... Yeah, because off. it was an agreement yeah. between I'm nations. She, I'm guessing she was older than him, too. Um, not really. By, like, a lot? Not no. that much. Not that no? Much. Okay, so, like, uh... They usually married off younger Softer. cousins and um, stuff Softer pretty... Softer is very close <laughs> older... Wait, before we continue on, I want to know a little bit more about Catherine. Well, um, she Catherine. didn't really have much to her story. She didn't oh. really go out often. That's okay. She's... You know, she's a housewife. Fine, continue. She's a queen, bro. A house queen. Hey. <laughs> that's queen. not the royal title for a, for a, for a, a spouse of the king or queen. The prime queen. That's what not the royal title. It What's the royal title? It has queen in it, but it has a word before it, which is like they're not really that. Oh, really? What is it? Mm. Pseudo queen? No, it's it's like prompted queen or something like my that. Queen. My queen. My lady. My queen. <laughs> right. So after the very close ulcer, that Irish. left his legs. <laughs> that left his legs re- really looking bad. Oh, oh man. And his calves were not that. No, his calves were completely destroyed after his very it's close like, ulcer. Hey Henry, why are you wearing long coats nowadays? <laughs> You Long fur Italian coats. <laughs> We're missing Dang, so much. That fur coat poses. is so so thick that I can't even see to your legs and your calves. You know what? <laughs> Get this guy out of my face. <laughs> right. So the the doctor said uh, it's probably we need you just need to do a little bit more bloodletting, Henry. I mean, come on. Of course, that'll so, fix your calves right up. So the doctor said fifty five attaching points where they would put leeches on there. 55 attaching points on the body. Gotta get all the chakra points. And the aim was to drain a pint of human blood. Oh, whoa. How many pints does a human have? It it has a pint. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 I'm not asking. No, it has like a gallon or something like like that. Like a human? Yeah, a a human has somewhere around a gallon. I'm gonna guess that we have like six pints of blood in our body. Actually, search it up. Search it up. Yeah, por favor. I think we do have six pints. I think the problem is that we're not using. The SI unit of measurement. Yeah. How we're, many, not gonna, we're not going to talk about that. How many pints do you have in your body of blood? Uh, I'm going to guess six. That's what I, right. The only reason what why I'm guessing six is because I saw it in a Saw movie. How much with, money do you have? Huh? Oh, no. I was. We were wrong. It's nine to 12 pints. All right. Nine to 12 pints. So after 12 days, so he would be dead. Um, probably oh. before 12 days. But they never really got... 
a pint of blood because the leeches sucked up the blood and they couldn't really calculate how much blood the leech sucked up. Right. And the leeches all in total usually got less than that. So pretty good. It lasts hours. And he was bled regularly once a day. Stuff like that. I bet, hmm. I bet you can get drunk from him doing that. Get a little woozy. I bet he would get a little bit of a buzz. Yeah. Yo, throw those leeches out again. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> just a feel of sweet, sweet release they from tickle. his legs, you know? <laughs> they tickle. We do experiments with the leeches nowadays, and we can say they tickle. I mean, really? I could have guessed that. <laughs> right, so a Catherine of Aragon is... was a very sad story of, of wife, actually, because she had seven pregnancies. And one survives, and you know King Henry was disappointed because it was a girl. Oh, and you couldn't really again. put them on the throne. That would screw over the whole dynasty. Why not the house? She's you, a daughter. You can't, she can't be Queen Henry. <laughs> <laughs> you could be Henrietta. No. Queen, Queen Henrietta. Henrietta, there you go. You know what? She has to settle down with. But my queen. Look at this. <laughs> it was Bloody Mary. This, his first daughter. Bloody Mary? Yeah. He named her Bloody Mary? He named oh. her Mary, oh. but she was known as Bloody Mary later on. Oh. We'll get into that at the end. So she gets... But he needs a son. Right. Desperately, desperately, desperately. And she's not giving it so to So now he's in his mid-40s now. And he still has no male heir. Whoa. Which is a big hit. When he's up in his 40s, at that time, you gotta, you gotta... It's like dead. Yeah, you gotta start moving. You don't have much time there. You're not worried much about prostate cancer as much just about <coughs> flopping over dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh So, in paintings, and he always wore this big cotton, they called it a cod piece, because it would cover his private area and it had a ton of cotton in it and his coat his little vest it would come over here and then he had the cod piece and it usually had a big flower painted in gold on it Ooh. or something like right it. on his right on his unit yeah that's quite the he was such a fashionable guy <laughs> really so you know i want this big cotton puffy thing with a flower on it right here right so fashion forward but so he needed another wife. Stuff just wasn't working out with Catherine of Aragon. So he decided of a tricky type of thing to get the divorce that he liked. Because if he wanted to ask a pope, which he did, he asked him, the pope said no, and he would know he had to send a couple thousand pounds of gold over to the pope before the pope finally... Um, Declared the matrimony to be over and not in the will of God. So the Pope is more powerful than the king in this situation? Yep. When it comes to religion. Oh, okay, well, he's the king. Well, that's a big argument. That's That was a big argument at the time. Uh, many times, especially in the Holy Roman Empire, the Holy Roman Emperor declared himself higher than the Pope. So they were usually warring between each other a lot. Mm-hmm. But the they're both just Catholic. Like, nah, bro. This is not me. <laughs> this came from above. And then the French did that thing eventually. And, you know, it happened a lot. Yeah. The French actually declared their own pope once, Pope Clement. Hmm. How did that work out? Well, it, it eventually um, did not go well. 
And people Kinda were really different. confused. Which pope should we listen to? The pope in Rome or the pope in... Um, in or, France? In France, yeah. So, times. so, um, but... I wouldn't listen to either one of them. So, um... <laughs> Good idea. So, to get the divorce he wanted, without having to spend a whole ton of money, he created the Church of England. Oh, damn. He declared him the head of the Church of England and granted himself a divorce in the will of God against Catherine of Aragon. There you go. Genius. <laughs> Why not? That. He's the king. You know what? I like this guy because this guy's a doer. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't take no for an answer. Maybe he was like the first guy to realize just how much money can be made on divorce. Like, hold on. You're telling me that the Pope's trying to hit me up for a couple thousand pieces of gold for divorce? <laughs> no. No. I'm the one that's going right. to be making this money now. <laughs> but he's 44. He still has no male heir. It's looking pretty bad for Henry. Nobody really thinks he's that big, strong guy anymore. Nobody looks he's at He's gaining on a little bit of a couple pounds. It's kind of a little juicy. What about his calves? His calves aren't nice. His calves aren't nice. They're I destroyed. I saw that. I thought towards the end of his life, he had a, I'm going to say it, a 54-inch waist. That's a big old waist. Yeah. That's... Wait, we're getting to that. Um, Let me see if it's actually bigger than that. Oh. Oh, damn. Can you imagine a 54-inch waist? My it boy. is smaller than that. Oh, okay. 52. <laughs> That's still giant. Hold up. You can't just you any can't spoiler. Just give away the spoiler. Okay, I'm sorry. The I'm sorry. All right, so it's January 24th. Was that the day it was coordinated? Did I just mess this whole thing up? No, you're good. You're perfect. Yeah, that was the day. June 24th. June 24th. June 24th. All right. Oh, I messed wait. a little bit Sorry. up. Sorry. I'm not good at this. January 24th. He was 44. It's 1536. He decides, I'm going to compete in a jousting tournament to make myself manly again. Oh, man. But wait, how old was he in this situation? 44. 40. It's a day that will completely change the rest of his life. This is a full 10 years after he got jousted in the eye. Oh, God. Took a decade off, and then... <laughs> you know, right, back so... Back on the horse. <laughs>